And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on? I hope you're having an awesome day. Um, today, I'm actually going to share with you guys. If you listen to the last podcast, um, this is going to be um, really awesome because it's going to be a continuation of of that, um, but really cool because it's going to utilize a lesson that I literally learned um, just yesterday, which is like seriously, don't freaking bail. <laughs> um, anyway, right before I started this podcast, I I looked in one of our Facebook groups for um, our own team. And um, somebody had posted in there that like, you know, they were like, hey, just wanted to recognize, um, you know, Zach and Ashley, because they always recognize us. And, you know, you know, just wanted to recognize them, because I was just on uh, YouTube, and I saw, um, like a big companies, like an MLM companies ad show up. um, That was like, basically trying to rip us off. (laughs) Or something like that. I don't really know. So she was basically just saying, like, man, isn't it like a, a sign of um, flattery when, like, you know, people try to like, you know, mock or mimic you and copy you and all that stuff? And how cool of flattery is this when like a big company tries to do this? And blah blah blah. And um, I was like, well, that's very kind of her. Like, you know, very kind of her to like recognize us. Uh, I was like, thank, thank you very much. I haven't asked about this at all. I haven't like asked about like who which company this is that like made an ad trying to like knock us off or something like that. Um, so I guess I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's cool. Like I, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm like, I feel thankful for this lady on my team, on our team who recognized us. It's very cool. But I'm also like thinking about the, the, whoever, whatever company this is like trying to like, you know, you know, knock us off. I'm like, what what are you, like what are you guys doing but also at the same time i'm like really grateful because we're trying to make a dent in this industry like a legitimate dent and like teach people that you don't have to do idiotic stuff to build your business you can like actually treat it like a real company so um you know i'm like at the same time i'm like also grateful so i'm like wait what are you guys doing but i'm also like grateful because that means that you know a dent is being made you know which is awesome because i want in 20 years from now i want people to you know less than that 10 years from now i want people to take this industry with like mad respect um and it not be a prestige hit to participate in the business um and so you know if other people are are you know preaching this message 
then that's amazing, right? Um, I just, uh, I just hope they're not like literally like ripping us off because then I'm going to be like, oh baby, it's time to go toe to toe. We've had one other company try to rip us off. Like not like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to preach the same message because it's what I believe in. It was like, no, we're trying to rip you off. Like we're literally copying your funnels. We're copying your copy. We're copying your ideas. We're copying your products, literally everything. Um, like just straight up rip off. And their uh, their stuff did not work at all. Like we know enough about advertising to know that they probably burned tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to like, you know, rip us off. <laughs> so let's get the message out there, you guys. Like this message of building MLM intelligently, building it with direct response marketing, building it with true marketing principles. Let's get that message out there. But just know that if you ever try to rip anyone off, like by copying them, it's not going to work. Um, it just won't, you know, you'll, you'll get number one, it probably won't work financially, but number two, it, you'll probably get found out and, um, everyone's going to be like, you know, like thinking less of you. So anyway, I don't know who this company is, but, um, I'll take it as flattery and appreciate that Mr. and Mrs. Company. And, um, and I hope that, uh, that you're getting a, an amazing message out there and doing it in the right way. So anyway, pretty cool um, or pretty interesting at the very least. But the kind of addendum to this is like the seriously don't bail component. So if you listen to the, the last podcast on don't bail, uh, I kind of went over like what bailing is and and that kind of thing. But to catch you up, if you haven't listened to it really briefly is um, – is I grew up skateboarding and I'm getting back into it after 15 years and skating like not as in like rolling around on a piece of wood but like as in you know like actually skating on you know ramps half pipes like doing tricks um doing some competition stuff like that um and so I'm getting back into it and bailing basically means when you go for a trick and you kick your board away because you're scared so let's say you you catch some air and you're scared to land it so rather than like hold the board under your feet and like try to land it, you kick the board out and you land on your, your, your feet and like run away or roll it out or fall or something like that. That's called bailing. And bailing is um, <laughs> like, it's the main reason that you don't get good. Okay. So listen to the last podcast. If you want more context, I don't want to bore you if you've already listened to that one. Um, here's the, here's the interesting thing. So yesterday, I go to um, to one of the skate parks around here, and it's a really really good one. And anyway, I um, there's this gap. Okay, so there's like this gap between two ramps. So that means there's nothing in the middle. There's just two ramps, and there's nothing in the middle. Some bunch of rocks and like you know little rocks and stuff in the middle of it. So you have to clear the gap, or you land in the rocks. And so. I'm like, you know, I think I could do that. Like, you know, like younger Zach could have, but like, you know, I think older Zach, I think I can do that right now. And so my skills are at the point where I could probably do it. Um, confidence levels building back up. But, um, so I start, start kind of like rolling up to it and looking at it. I'm like, okay, I think I could do it. And I, and I, I do a few and I kind of like purposely bail a few, just like I launch over and I kick the board out on purpose to just kind of like see if I can really do it. And I easily clear the gap multiple times by, you know, kicking the board out, like launching over it and letting the board go. And I knew this about myself, but if I bail too many times, like it gets locked into my head and it's really hard to stick it. And so like, after like three of these things, maybe two, I'm like, okay, I got to stop that. And I got to go for it. Well, 
<clears throat> basically, I, I I tried this maybe five, six, seven times, and I bailed it every single time. And then now I'm not trying to bail. Like I'm like really like I, I got to stop doing this. And um, basically, I get to the I get to my last try. Well, I didn't think it'd be my last try, and. I told myself, like, I'm going to do this. Well, I go, you know, hit, get some air, you know, it's called an ollie. I start ollieing over the gap. I'm in the air, and I, I kick the board out. I, I bail it. Well, I came down on my left foot. Like, not, I didn't twist anything. I just came down really hard in that left foot. Like, so much, like, blunt force was, like, shot up through my leg that it, like, really, really hurt my 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 ankle and my like the side of my leg to the point where I had to like limp limp out of the skate park and I was limping all day yesterday now thankfully it's healing really fast and it's not even close to the worst injury I've ever had it's you know I'm, I'm walking as I'm talking right now um <clears throat> but like I won't be able to skate for at least two or three days easily and it's like that little bone in your leg it took like so much blunt trauma that it kind of like really put some stress on that and really caused it to hurt um to the point where I was done skating after that and I was so angry and I wasn't angry at missing the trick. I would have been fine with missing a trick. What I was angry at is that I missed it because I was bailing. That, interestingly, if I didn't bail, <clears throat> I would have been a lot less likely to get hurt. Like, I probably wouldn't have got hurt. And if I would have fallen, I would have fallen on something big, like my hip or maybe my butt. Um, maybe, my, maybe my arm would have caught me. I would have rolled it out. But it would have been pretty unlikely that I would have fallen on that particular gap. So really, I got hurt because I bailed. And that's what really pissed me off, is I wussed out. And because I was being a pansy and kept bailing, I hurt myself. You know, pretty pretty to the point where I couldn't skate anymore and I had to go home. And like, I was limping around and I probably can't skate for a few days. And it was like, what a metaphor, right? And what a timing. And so... The first thing is I came home and I like start. I was just livid, man. And I like internalized the lesson. I wrote down and I like started to burn this into my brain. And I'm literally speaking to myself. If you talk to yourself, by the way, it helps you overcome things in your head. Because logically, I know that bailing is more dangerous than not. Like I know that logically. So I get it. But in the heat of the moment, when you're going 20 miles an hour on a skateboard and you're launching through the air, you don't think logically. It's all about what you feel, and you start to react. <clears throat> and I have to get my, my reacting core to not bail, because my logic core says don't do it, but the reactionary core says do it, like bail. And so I have to change the thing inside of me that wants to bail. And so I started writing affirmations down, and they say, I always go for it. I never bail. Bailing is dangerous. Bailing is pain. Committing is safe. And just teaching my subconscious mind, bailing is dangerous, bailing is pain, committing is safe. And what a beautiful parallel to business, right? Um, here's an example, case in point. Um, we bought um, stock in our MLM company. So our MLM company went public, a uh, bunch of fanfare and hype. We, uh, this is against our investing uh, philosophy, by the way, to buy stock at this stage in life. Um, <clears throat> just so you know, if you want to hear my thoughts, go on YouTube, search um, our investment strategy. Anyway, um, it was against our philosophy to buy stock at this stage in life. But um, uh, long story short, it, it was a very good opportunity. And so we bought a fair amount um, of stock on the opening day. 
Um, and what happened is the stock was, um, well, it was, a, it was a merger and then the stock went public. So it was already a public stock. Anyway, right when we go and purchase the stock, it basically plummets. All right. So, so we buy it and, you know, everyone's, everyone's buying the stock and it, it like overnight gets hammered. And uh, I'll save you the story for now. Um, basically like I'm pretty interested in finances and I, I actually knew not to buy it that day, but I, I just got caught, even I got caught up, um, in the, in the, in, in the moment and I, purchased the stock when I probably shouldn't have, and it got murdered um, to the point where like me um, and my, my big upline, we both had our tail between our legs, um, and we were just like, you know, drinking some wine in front of the fireplace talking about how much we got smoked. <laughs> well, you know, so it, when it got hammered, what I wanted to do, to be honest with you, is cut my losses and be like, you know what? I don't want to lose anymore. Like we just, we just lost a lot of money, like overnight. I don't want to lose anymore. So I'm going to take this money back out and stop losing. And now of course we believe to not do that. So, but, but like my my like, you know, monkey mind wanted to do that. And I was telling my friend, I'm not, I'm not going to do this, but this is what my monkey mind wants to do. And he's like, yeah, mine too. He did the same thing. He's like mine too. But remember the only people that get hurt on a roller coaster are the ones that jump off. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. So we, we kept it in and didn't move. And, um, and just yesterday, um, we almost doubled our money. Not, not quite, but close to doubling our money. The stock came back, boom, went up, doubled the money, almost. And that's not bailing, <laughs> right? Same thing in, you know, in business in every capacity, right? Stick it out. Don't bail too early. If we would have bailed after the six years of miserable failure and said, you know what, I'm going to cut my losses now and I'm out of here. Sometimes you need to cut your losses. But if we're like, you know what, I'm 27 and I'm really behind in life. I'm going to cut my losses and I'm going to bail. Um, that would have been a bad move. It would have just been a bad move. And a lot of people in this industry make bad moves like bailing when they have no business bailing. So anyway, let this, um, let my left ankle be a lesson to both you and me to not bail. Remember, I always go for it. Bailing is dangerous. Bailing is pain. I never bail. Committing is safe. So with that, if you found out on this, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below and let's get this message out to as many people as possible. Let's spread the message. And as we talked about in the beginning, don't rip off the message because that's not cool, but spread the message because there's plenty of room for you and me and everyone listening to spread an amazing message on building network marketing with high class business principles. But this world does not have room for knockoff artists, but I know you're not one of them. If you're listening this far, um, you're a true business builder um, that wants to uh, produce a true message. So we love you. We appreciate you. Leave a review rating down below if you will. And with that, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you.